the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Happy Monday, friends. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Are you ready to talk about marriage? Come on, give me a call. Let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. I'm your bridge building voice in the nation's capital, David Anderson, live out of Arlington, Virginia, the Salem Radio Network, WAVA 105.1 FM, out of D.C., covering all of the metropolitan area, including parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania, not to mention Washington, Maryland, and Virginia. Hey, thanks a lot for hanging out, and wherever you are, whatever you're doing, Uh, Feel free to give me a call or just listen, however you want to connect with me today. It is Marriage Monday. Tomorrow's Tough Topic Tuesday. After that is Wisdom Wednesday and then Theological Thursday. And then Open Phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me on on Fridays is fair game. Just give me a call. Now, if you need a number to call me, the phone number is 888-432-432. 7434. That is my number live in studio. If you're trying to memorize that, maybe you're driving across a bridge, remember the word bridge. 888-43-BRIDGE. Got me? All right. Well, today is Marriage Monday. Any questions about marriage is fine, but my particular topic today is crucial conversations. Crucial conversations. And here's the question. What should couples talk about before tying the knot? What should couples talk about before tying the knot, right? So if you are already married, say, you know what, uh, you engaged couples or you, uh, you, uh, you know, couples that are not engaged yet, but you're actually thinking about it, uh, this is what you need to talk about, and let me tell you why, all right? Or uh, you may be in that conversation right now, like my son who's engaged, uh, and so I'm having him and his fiance do premarital counseling. They live up in New York. And so, I'm, you know, good news, he asked me, uh, to, they asked me to marry them, so I'm excited about that for next summer. But you know what? They need to have some crucial conversations. So what would you say? What are the subjects? What are the topics? What are the crucial conversations that couples need to engage in before they engage or engage in before they marry? If you have a comment, a question, or maybe, just maybe you're dating someone right now and you're thinking, you know what? Dr. Anderson, should I talk to my my uh, fiancé-to-be, my boyfriend, my girlfriend? Should I talk to them about this subject? Maybe you're, you've been struggling over whether you should or not. Maybe it's very personal. 
uh, or maybe you feel like it's not necessarily their business or you want it to be, but you don't want to bring it up until you're sure the commitment is there. These are all the kind of uh, uh, struggles that couples have. And by the way, have you ever uh, had a situation, maybe you were married and you didn't find out until after you're married, something that you wish you had had a crucial conversation about? Well, that's today's topic. If you want to call me, the number is 888 432-7434. All right, let me bow for a word of prayer and cover our time together as we always do. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today and the opportunity to connect with one another, even on the highways and the byways or in our kitchen or with our tea, wherever we are. Uh, Lord, thank you for this hour where we get to sit back, relax, and communicate one with another. Bless the show, we pray now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Now, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, and you can get all my information there. You can even get articles and things that I have written there, including, uh, let me tell you about one I preached in South Carolina not long ago called The Forces Against Civic Unity. Three Forces Against Civic Unity. If you go to the Anderson Speaks uh, website, you'll see that that article is there, too. This is a, a groundbreaking uh, talk with regard to what's going on in our culture today and why we get what we get. And so I'd love for you to check that out if you're interested in a, in a talk that I gave down south. All right, my phone number is 888-432-7434. You can always go to Embrace Gracism. That's my favorite website. Not to mention, if you download the app, uh, Gracism, guess what? You just hit the little icon that looks like a telephone, and it'll call directly in my studio, all right? Let me give you the number one more time, then I'm going to go to the phone lines. They're wide open, and I'm ready to talk to you. The number is 888-432-7434. Well, Oxon Hill, Maryland's kicking it off today with Gina, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Gina. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for taking my call. My pleasure. Um, so here, I'll, I'll, I'm the first caller, so that's great. So I can take all the time. I don't know about all that, one. but you better go ahead and ask your question before I let <laughs> okay, you go. No, no. <laughs> I said you're the first one. caller, but there's a line behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so the number one is that you talk about sexuality. You want to know, the person want to know, is this a real man or a uh, wannabe man? Or is this a real woman I'm married? Or was, was this person once a guy before or now a woman? So you want to know the sexuality, the actual sexuality at birth. Uh-huh. And I'm only saying that because of the world that we live in now. So, yeah. And then the second thing that I think we should talk about is, do you have any kind of diseases in you that I need to know? Are you aware of any kind of health issues that I need to know? that yeah. you are already aware of. I don't want any surprises after we get married. Well, you and know, then the third mm -hmm. thing. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Third thing. <laughs> so, the third thing is, <clears throat> do you have any secrets in your life that I need to know? Well, I mean, <laughs> if, they're, if they're secrets, you think that they're going to tell you? <laughs> well, you said, what are the things you need to talk about, right? So go ahead and ask, and so, hopefully they'll tell you the truth, right? Yeah, well, you know, you what, you, Gina, you make some really good points here, uh, especially about uh, your, people's health background. Uh, and also, some people may be laughing when you said sexuality, but you are right. 
there are a number of couples who are getting divorced these days because the man is now preferring another man or a woman's preferring another woman or there have been uh, sort of uh, various uh, sexual experiences in the past. And I think that if you're going to commit yourself to somebody for the next 30, 40, 50 years, you probably ought to have that conversation. So I'm with you on it. Way to kick, way to kick the show off. Yes, the question you asked me, do you, do you think that the person will tell the secrecy there, right? You're hoping the person would. For example, the thing about the sexuality, if the person once did it and now came to Christ, they need to be able to say, well, I was a man or I lived as a man, yeah. but now I'm a changed person. I think that's an information to let the person know, to know if they want to deal with it. Or yeah, not. no, I agree with you 100%. I think you need to be open, not only about your attraction, but even if you've had uh, a sex change or anything like that, or if you you know a transvestite, and so you meet somebody at a bar, you think it's a woman, and later you find out, oops, and maybe it's not. So I'm with you on it. Thank thank you so much, Gina. Lord bless you. Okay. All right. Listen, I'm running to my commercial break right now. As soon as I get back, Rebecca in Stafford, Virginia. I'm coming to you next. I have uh, open lines, and so uh, get in where you fit in. This would be a great time to give me a call. The number is eight 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 four three Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. 
Real Talk with Dr. Dave Anderson. How in the world are you? Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone. Thanks a lot as we have this conversation about crucial conversations. That's what the topic is, and specifically on this Marriage Monday, what should couples talk about before tying the knot? Let's go to Rebecca in Stafford, Virginia. Hello, Miss Rebecca. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Uh, there are a couple of things, and I'm kind of a newbie to being married. We've only been married about six and a half years, but I know some things for our relationship that were really, really crucial were, one, talking about money ahead money. of time, like, planning out who's going to pay for what, how we're going to save for the future, that kind of thing. And then also was our boundaries, things that were boundaries for, like, relationships with coworkers of the opposite sex and what would we consider would be appropriate or inappropriate so there's no gray areas later. We both had a clear understanding of, that's crossing the line before we ever got married. Wow. So did did you guys have those conversations? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We did so that there was never any ambiguity. And if there's ever, like, we need to call or talk with someone in that we work with or something of that nature, it's always completely open, no hidden passwords, no private emails, nothing like that. Wow. That has built a lot of trust. Yeah. How long have you guys been married again? Uh, just over six years. And uh, we're also How did that work out so far? As, yeah, how did it work out so far as talking about money? What did you learn about your husband, and what did he learn about you uh, in that conversation about money? Which one's the spender? <laughs> uh, well, I tend to be the spender, but I squirrel away money as well. Uh-huh. You know, we have a rule that if we have to purchase anything over $200, we consult with one another first. Okay, so you have so a $200, $200 threshold, and that $200, is that going to come out of the family account, or is that your little side squirrel account money? It depends on what the the item is. Uh-huh. Gotcha. But we also set up a clear plan for this is what we want to save for our future and for our children's future, and made sure that we know ahead of time what we are willing to spend money on and what we're not, where we're wow. going to be frugal and where we're going to be more open. And do you feel like that has like been, on a family. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like that has been very helpful to yeah. you as a couple because you had those crucial conversations early on? Oh, absolutely. Because then we're on the same page. Yeah, where that's great. If we know ahead of time, we're not going to spend $200 on a dinner but we'll spend $200 on an experience for the family to go see a concert or something together. Right, right. Well, that is wonderful that you guys actually did that. And it it provides an example for other listeners, Rebecca, because sometimes, believe it or not, couples don't have those conversations. And then they get upset later because they can't believe that you spent $200 on this or they can't believe that you wouldn't spend $200 on a nice steak dinner uh, out one night and why are you being so cheap? And so having those kind of conversations right. early on is really, really helpful. So good job. Thanks. And if the last one is um, 
religion and spirituality where we oh, had very one. clear conversations about where each of us stood with our relationship to God and what things we needed to work on. And yeah, that's a big one. As a team, we are able to lean on one another to develop spiritually. And also we had a vision of what we wanted that religious upbringing to look like with our children. Exactly. And of course it changes as you have children and experiences, sure. but we knew that we wanted religion to be a, you know, very integral part of our relationship right. and with our children. And did you guys get premarital counseling, Rebecca, or is this conversations you had just between the two of you? It's conversations we had between the two of us because we were in our, you know, early to mid-30s at that point. Right, we, okay. Yeah. And ha- I had a lot of experiences in life previous to that. I'll tell you what, though, that's some wisdom. You know, they say that premarital counseling is so important because it really helps for the success of the marriage. But it sounds like you went through the conversations that were necessary that oftentimes come up in premarital counseling. So kudos for you and your husband. I hope you guys are married for many, many years, okay? Thank you very much. Blessings to you. That's Rebecca from Stafford, Virginia. What about you? What do you think is important to have as a crucial conversation before you tie the knot? Uh, Like I said, premarital counseling is important, but right now I would even say that pre-engagement counseling is important in crucial conversations that you want to have before you get engaged. Because once you get engaged, it's almost like the train is moving and now it's all about the wedding and and, and who's going to be there, Uh, getting the parents and the family involved on both sides, Uh, what's the date, what's the colors of the wedding and how much you're going to spend on that. And that becomes really the focus of the engagement period. Uh, And so it it doesn't mean you can't get premarital counseling, and you should, but pre-engagement counseling or at least having crucial conversations before you say, will you marry me or yes, I'll marry you, uh, is so very important so you don't have to end an engagement later when you find out, oh, my goodness, uh, my spouse-to-be doesn't want to have children. Or worse, my spouse-to-be can't have children, and they didn't tell me that, and now they want to tell me, and it's three months before we get married. See, that's a really tough one because then what do you do? Well, you're a good, loving person, and so you're going to be like, okay, well, that's all right. I love you anyway. Let's get married. But deep down inside, it really meant something to you, and then five years later, you're really upset about it, and you guys are heading to divorce court because even though you may have known, you didn't want to end the relationship. You didn't want to change the date of the engagement, and had you all talked about that prior to engagement, you may not have even gotten engaged or you at least would have had the conversation so you don't feel like you were suppressing something something before you said, I do. Well, I'd love to hear from you. Let me give you my phone number. It's 888-432-7434. And we're talking about crucial conversations. What should couples talk about before tying the knot? 888-43-BRIDGE. Well, Grace called and she said that she would uh, think that a couple ought to talk about their relationship with God. Uh, Someone else had said that too. I think Rebecca talked about the religion uh, compatibility as well. Well, if you are talking about God, what should you talk about? And how should you engage that topic spiritually to see if you're spiritually connected as well? Would love to hear from you. Let me give you the number again before I go to my next call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. My lines are open and I've got two of them available. So if I were you right now, I'd get in where you fit in on this Marriage Monday. All right, let's go to Vienna, Virginia, and talk to Raj, who's on the line. Hey, Raj, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? 
pastor, doctor, brother, you're doing a great job. Uh, oh, well, thank you, my friend. The previous caller who spoke particularly about who had the six and a half years and who counseled one another. Yes, yes. That is so important that we seek counsel, but godly counsel, mm-hmm. that means of godly people. Yeah, yeah. And while the formula, formalism of a pastoral and counseling session mm-hmm. is so important, yeah. as you just rightly pointed out minutes ago, yes. was this before engagement. Uh-huh. Yes, I agree. And to that, I'd, I wanted to add one very important thing. Please, go ahead. I've seen this in practice. Mm. Most of the problems occur in the area of birth control. Mm. Now, birth control pills, though they're supposed to have no damage, nothing, no, no, no wrong done, that's a falsehood. Those women who have been on birth control pills for a number of years, they have started a family, have had XY girls. Hmm. So you're saying that birth control pills create a, a problem being hidden. Uh, for the women. And in what way? And then the other problem is that after three or four children, uh-huh. a couple decides to not, not have any more, they go to birth control pills. Uh-huh. And they promptly split up. Mm. So, um, Raj, let me ask you. Let me ask you, Raj. You said that birth control pills can be damaging to a woman. In what way? Okay, because there is a consistent suppression of the estrogen production system. Uh huh. Okay, a consistent uh, suppression of the of the woman's system. Okay, now I gotta let you go, Raj, only because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of. Uh, echoes and static so i'm gonna have to say goodbye to you but i did get your point and i appreciate you making it on the show lord bless you my brother i sure hope you're doing well all right let's go to mike he's in baltimore maryland hey mike it's dr anderson here how you doing hey hey what's up dr a hey how are you sir good man so i was gonna say i've been in this i've been in the game for 20 years and uh some of the front end things i would say is Primarily, your faith, your finances, and family planning are always going to be on the top of the list. Okay. But as as kind of a long, you know, in this in this for a long the long haul, a lot of conversations, a lot of things get worked out in conversations, you know. Right. Uh, over the years, so I often say my wife's been married to five men, and I'm all five of them because we change and we grow together. Right. Right. So, over time, yeah. Absolutely. There's always going to be something that comes up that you didn't discuss on the front end that you need to work through. But as long as you have some of the foundations, you should be good to go to roll forward in life. Hey, when you talk about uh, faith, finances, and family training, when you say family training, are you talking about family upbringing, Mike? Oh, I'm sorry. I meant, uh, uh, I was saying family planning. Whether How many children? Oh, have yeah, have. yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Family planning. Yeah, I think that's important to, yeah. to, to know how many kids... You know, when Amber and I got married, prior to that, our conversation was, uh, you know, not just how many kids, but when we wanted them. And that was a big deal because she wanted them uh, pretty much right away. I wanted them five years later. And uh, it ended up being a compromise from the Lord because our first one came in three and a half years. 
uh, unbeknownst to us. So I guess the Lord uh, took care of that one for us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Uh, but add another layer in the family involvement. Simply say, uh, how much is the actual family involved in the marriage? That's a in big addition, one. One other, and the other last one I'll, I'll drop on this one. But uh, uh, sexual expectations is I, I hear that with newlyweds on on uh, you know one couple may have a high drive, one may have a low, and right. It is. It is a very good conversation to have. Thanks a lot, uh, Mike. I appreciate it. Um, no doubt about that. Um, you know, sexual expectations, uh, and that changes. You know, once you get married, those expectations change a little bit with regard to frequency and and all this other stuff. And so it's really interesting uh, how some couples are are very active or want to be very active or just can't seem to get their hands off of one another uh, before they're married. Then after they get married, somehow that's cured. Tell me about that. What do you think about what's up with that, right? 888-432-7434. That's my number live in studio. If I were you, I'd get in right now while you can. Uh, One lady called. She didn't want to be on the air, but uh, I think she said men assume women want to take their last name. However, many cultures do not change their birth name. And so having a discussion about names, I think that's interesting. I hadn't heard that before, but it makes total sense. You know, do you want to take my name or not? Because for a lot of people, it's a big deal. Yes, I want you to take my name. I'm a man, uh, and you're coming under my covering. You get my last name. And another lady like, yeah, I love you. I'm under your covering, but I don't like your name. <laughs> or you do the dash thing, you know. So I think that's a good conversation to have. Hey, listen, I'm running to my break because I have to. As soon as I get back, I'm going to Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. We'll be right back. Do you think that having your mortgage or rent paid for for the entire year of 2020 would be a blessing? It is possible. Just enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Log on to WAVA.com and click on the Christmas Mortgage Miracle for your chance to win. You can even enter once per day to increase your opportunities to win. This is up to a $15,000 value. See rules and conditions for details. It's all thanks to our friends at A-Action Home Services and your home for the Christmas season, WAVA. Message and data rates may apply. Dear Bosley, when my dad lost his hair, it made him very sad. He doesn't like the way he looks. I heard you were very good at hair. Please give my dad his hair back. Love, Maddie. Well, Maddie, today's a wish come true for your dad and every guy listening with hair loss because Bosley's about to give them their real hair back permanently. They'll get a free information kit and a free gift card when they text GOOD to 85850. Guys, let Bosley show you, for free, how great your hair could look. Using the latest technology, Bosley's solution to hair loss is permanent and protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Thank you, Bosley. Get your hair back today with America's number one hair restoration expert. Get a free information kit and a free gift card for $250 off by texting GOOD to 85850. That's G-O-O-D to 85850. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story, and I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more at WAVA.com. Keyword, Alaska.
If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Welcome back to the second half of the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Marriage Monday, and in the studio we have the topic of crucial conversations. Uh, What should a couple talk about before tying the knot? Now, before the break, someone talked about the the changing of last names, and you ought to have that conversation. Someone wrote in and said, Hispanics keep their maiden name, and then children born between them have the father's last name, space, and then the mother's last name. So I guess my mother's last name is uh, Carter before she married my father, uh, Anderson. So I guess then uh, she'd keep uh, her name Carter. And then when they had me, it'd be David Anderson Carter or David Carter Anderson. I'm not quite sure. Uh, when she wrote in, uh, she said the last name space and then the mother's last name. So that would be David Anderson Carter uh, or maybe it'd be David Carter Anderson. But either way, they keep that name. So there you go. There's a little cultural lesson there. So I think it would be David Anderson Carter. They wrote back in. How about that? So my last name would then be uh, my the last last name would be my mother's maiden name. I don't know if I like that. I want my dad's name. Anyway, there you have it. What do you think? 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Phoenixville, Pennsylvania and talk to Casey who's on the line. Hey, Casey, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hello, hello, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks a lot for calling. What are you thinking about today, Casey? Awesome. So um, I am in college, actually, and my question is towards, like, the timeline of marriage. I was just discussing with one of my best friends last night because she said she would help me plan my wedding when I get engaged sometime in the future. I'm dating the woman that um, I will, like, marry, but we were having conversation of the timing of to Mm. get married while I'm still in college Right. right out of college. Um, her family lives in Delaware. My family lives in Baltimore, Maryland. We attend um, Bridgeway Community Church. Ah. I still go to school in Pennsylvania. So I'm. it's just like ultimately it's a question for the Lord because the Lord will work out that timing. But since I care about your perspective and your opinion as well, I thought it would be fun to ask. Of, <laughs> do you think it's smart to get married while you're still in college? Or I guess it just depends on how it works out for the couple, and every couple is different and so we were discussing a lot of details with that. Well, Casey, thanks for asking. My my opinion is, first of all, you got to be able to afford marriage, and you got to be able yes. to focus on marriage. And so, getting your mm-hmm. degree behind you, at least your first degree behind you, is a great thing, uh, because at least you have the focus of 
of your bachelor's degree behind you. Uh, and then also you got to have get your money right as well. So you at least have a place where you can uh, pay the rent or something like that. And so I think getting that behind you now for my wife, uh, I was not allowed. I, w- I graduated a year before her and she made it very clear to me that I'm not to engage her because her father made it clear she must get her degree first. So she had to get mm. her B.A. Uh, before she got her, her MRS, Mrs. And so I literally <laughs> waited a year until she completed her finals on the last day when she completed her last final. I then had her at college buy a piano, and I played the piano and sung a song to her asking her to marry Oh, my God. So what do you think about that, Casey? That's kind of exactly what my mother told me because they're helping me get the ring, and she said, you need to finish school and get a job first. There you go. even think about marriage. There you go. Otherwise, it's going to be a big struggle. So get get those things behind you. Do you know in the Hebrew culture – a man was a bit older, maybe 10 or 15 years older, because he had to uh, have his own tent. He had to be able to have his own land. And then he had to pay a dowry for the woman. So he had to get himself really established before he brought her into his tent. And what that did was it took away the the challenge of how is she going to be taken care of. Now, I know our culture is different, but now it's how are we going to take care of ourselves. But either way, the idea of getting a firm foundation can really help because marriage is stressful enough. So why make it even more stressful when you don't even know where you're going to live or if you have a car, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, Hey, thanks for calling and uh, best of God's grace while you're there in college. Okay. But yes, thank you so much. Mm, Blessings to you and the lady you love. 888-432-7434. I'm running to my commercial break, and as soon as I get back, I'm going to Springfield, Virginia. And now I want you to give me a call, too. My lines are wide open, so why don't you go ahead and uh, call me while you can get in where you fit in. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. Once again, it's 888-43-BRIDGE. What should couples talk about before tying the knot? raised by her professor. Why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. 
Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you doing today? Best Buy Waterproofing. You want to make sure you talk to them if you've got rain coming into your house or if you got that musty smell in your basement. Don't wait for it to rain and then be like, oh, who's that guy that Doc was talking about? No, get them in as soon as you can so they can give you certification to tell you, you know what, you're good to go. The next rain's not going to hurt you. Or you got about six months of life left on this roof. It's all free for the inspection. Just give them a call. Best Buy Waterproofing. The number's 844-980-3707. Make sure you tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. We're talking about marriage and specifically on this Marriage Monday. What should couples discuss before tying the knot? Let's go to Anonymous in Silver Spring, Virginia. Hey, Anonymous, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Good. How are you, Doc? I'm great. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking today, sir? that there's really only one question that needs to be answered, and that is, did God call us to be together? Mm. And if you can answer that question in the affirmative, and God's will is always perfect, then nothing else matters. And then what that does is say that no matter what happens, no matter what circumstances we go through, no matter how difficult the time we have, this is God's perfect will. Mm. And so we're going to stick this out. Right. And if people actually thought like that and understood also that they face an enemy and an adversary in the spirit who is more than capable of creating division and deception and everything else, right. then you understand that he's always coming after your marriage. Mm. But then you can stand your ground, recognizing that no matter what happens, I'm in this for the long haul. Hmm. Because he's scared that if he, if you do stick it through, that the power that you gain and the covering over your children is too powerful for him. Hmm. And that's what we fail to recognize as Christ followers. That's a great question to ask every couple that's out there that's not engaged. It's thinking about being engaged, including Casey, your last, uh, uh, the, our last caller, you know, answering that question, asking it, uh, did God call us to be together? I think that is an initial important question. So it's not just about me. It's really about God. Thank you, Anonymous. I appreciate it. 888-432-7434, Silver Spring, Maryland. I've got Amy on the line. Hi, Amy. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Doing great, Dr. Anderson. Uh, uh, good to talk to you. Um, I just wanted to chime in. Yeah. Um, what Anonymous said was really, really powerful uh, just now. Yeah. Also, I'd like to add that um, I think it's important that, that you know, they discuss um, 
what their what the magnitude of their relationship is with the Lord first. Yeah. You okay. know, um, are they Bible believing Christians? And then likes and dislikes uh, could be likes and dislikes for any topic, um, and also expectations of each other. Expectations of what what do you expect of your wife? Uh, what do you expect of your husband? Um, yeah. Kinds of things, you know, like like that, and and mainly. There's one thing I've noticed in life that comes up a lot. What's that? Um, it, keeping no secrets. What is your past? What right. is your testimony? Right. What you know? Where did God take you from? You know what? What uh, you know? So you don't find out, and it's a big surprise. Right. Right. I think right. When people are surprised. They get very upset. So I think that having no secrets between each other and being totally honest yeah. about the past. Uh, and the presence is yeah. really important too to establish a good, truthful marriage to yeah. begin with. I like the idea of expectations too, Amy, uh, because sometimes you don't know what's in people's minds of what they're expecting, and then they have that unmet expectation or that broken expectation only for the other person to find out. I didn't even know that's what you expected. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. Exactly. I think you're right on with that one as well as the others. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks a lot Blessings for having me. To you. Yeah, you know, I expected you to cook dinner every night. I expected you to have a job and make $100,000. I expected us uh, to go see my mom every single Christmas. You know, Linda Genty Iskerzak says that we need to talk about family proximity uh, on, on my Facebook Live page. You know, in other words, are we going to go see my family every year or your family every year? How close is the family? How often is, are your folks going to be at our house? Um, if we have a problem, are you going to run to your dad or your or your mom? Uh, who speaks to who about uh, the issues that we have? You know, I think those are all really, really good conversations. Listen, those are crucial conversations to have not only before marriage but during marriage because families change, family addresses change, the number of family members change, and also family relationships change. Uh, and so, therefore, uh, knowing how to navigate uh, who speaks to who about what and so for Amber and I, you know, I speak to my side, she speaks to her side, you know, and we, that, that's helpful, right? Because if I have a problem with her, her mom, uh, it'd be better for her to talk with her mom about it first, you know, and, and actually it's better that I talk to my wife about it first, then she could talk to her mom about it or we can come up with the conclusion of what's the best way to handle it. But if I just go off on her mom, you know, and I haven't even talked to her about it, that's going to create a problem. All right. And so you got to be on one accord even before we go to to her mom or if we go to to, to my family side, you know, you got to be on one accord. Otherwise, uh, you'll find yourself uh, sort of taking sides. And that's not good. 888-432-7434. I've got Alexandria, Virginia in the house. His name is Don and he's calling me now. Hello, Don. How are you, sir? Hello, Doc Anderson. Always lovely to hear your words of wisdom. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. I'm chiming in a little late. Has the topic of children come up in blended families? For example, some couple, one couple may not want to have children at all. They just may want to be the double income, no children. Or, and then there's the uh, blended family issue. How are we going to handle these kids if favoritism comes up and things like that? Yeah, I think that's a big deal. We haven't talked about blended families yet. Uh, no one's brought that up, but you're absolutely right, because what happens if it's a blended family situation, you've already lived with the child of you, your child, right, for 15 or, or, right. or 13 years. And now you're going to marry this woman. She doesn't have the same history with that daughter of yours that's 13. And so then who comes first? Does the new girlfriend wife come first 
or does the 13-year-old come first? And by the way, how does the wife want, to ha want you to handle your daughter? which you've been handling your daughter for 13 years in a different way. Now she's going to come in and say, you need to do this with her. You need to say that to her. That could really create a problem, Don. So I, I actually really appreciate yeah. your, your thinking on this. Thanks. And, and uh, thank you so much. So what about uh, couples who are new and one may want to have children, the other one may not have a children, and they don't discuss this. It's a true case. friend of mine, they just assumed the one that wanted to have children and the other one did not. Yeah. And I'm getting divorced because of that. Yes. You know, that's a crucial conversation that must be had prior to marrying. Because if you know that somebody doesn't want to have children and you do, that should end that relationship so far as romantic uh, road toward marriage. I think what happens is we flirt with the people, that, even if they do know, we still flirt around and we want to be romantic knowing that this doesn't have a future. But if you don't talk about it, then it's an unmet expectation. You get married, and all of a sudden you find out Joe doesn't want kids. Why? Because Joe already has two kids from another marriage. He's done. <laughs> He's 48 years old, and he does not want no babies up in here. But this 39-year-old says, I still got a couple years left. Let's go ahead and have a little baby. And that, that's the wrong time to have that conversation. Right, Don? Correct, correct. And one last thing, guys, I really appreciate it. We've talked before. We share international marriages. My wife is from Korea. Okay. Oh, so yeah. discuss cultures before you're married with uh, traditions, and <laughs> that could be a problem. Different uh, foods Hey, man. All I say is bring the, bring the fried chicken in the kimchi. You're going to have a wonderful marriage, right, Don? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that's a good word, man. That's a good word. Thanks a lot for hanging with me, okay? You're welcome. Thanks so much. Blessings to me. Uh, blessings to you, Ab. <laughs> well, me too, but I meant for you. Hey, that's a good word, though. Interracial and intercultural marriages, this is something you want to talk about before you get married. It's not a bad thing. It can actually enrich. My life is enriched, right, because my wife is uh, from uh, Seoul, Korea, right? And so I got three kids, adult kids, and our lives are enriched. Uh, and what's really cool is they're three different kids, but they all love rice and kimchi. Well, they wouldn't have even know what rice and kimchi was if uh, if I didn't have Amber in my life. And uh, at the same time, though, she had to learn. I forget who she learned from. I think it was my mom. She had to learn how to make mac and cheese. Can I talk to you all about mac and cheese for a second? We don't all do mac and cheese. <laughs> Listen, we don't all do mac and cheese the same way. Can I talk to you mac and cheese? I'm not talking about the little runny mac and cheese. I'm talking about the kind of mac and cheese that's got crunch on the top. You almost got to use a knife. I mean, you put your fork through it. I'm getting hungry talking about it. You put your fork through it, and there's a little crack at the top like a creme brulee, and then you're into the mac and cheese. Anybody know? Can I get can I get some, some amens? I mean, I can't hear y'all, but there's got to be somebody driving through the na nation's capital to understand that there's a cultural way of making some mac and cheese, if you are African-American, that is. Okay, right? So Amber, my, wi my wife, had to learn from my mom, I believe it was, how to make mac and cheese. Mm. I don't know if Don was talking about that, but I just really got excited about it. Hey, listen, I got to run to my break. As soon as I get back, we'll land this plane. I'm going to leave the lines open during the break. I probably have time for one more if you want it, get it. I'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
Imagine you are facing a death sentence because of your faith. Nigerian Christians are under attack. Your brothers, your sisters in Christ. There's one way to spread the word of God's love safely and compellingly. Radio. There is an entire section of Nigeria where there is no Christian radio. But there is good news. The Lord is opening an opportunity for Transworld Radio to build a powerful new station to reach all of Nigeria with solid biblical teaching like we appreciate every day. Africa needs Jesus. Africa needs you. Will you get involved? Make a gift of $50, $100, or even $1,000 today. Call now, 888-988-5656. That's 888-988-5656. Or give online at wava.com, keyword Africa. Are you looking to downsize your estate? Are you feeling a little overwhelmed with how much there is to do? I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. Our proven easy downsizing program includes a done-for-you system to inexpensively refresh your property for top dollar and a move-out guarantee. Don't worry about owning two homes or worse, none at all. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. I will sell your house in 58 days or I'll buy it. Call now at 866 866- 404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Listen to what another listener had to say about us. Because she sold our first property and um, the first person who walked in the house. Within a week. Yeah, they they bought the house yeah, and that yeah. was the best thing ever. And Christy did. loved that house. The time she walked in, she knew. She knows her stuff. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. This is Michael Medved for Town Hall. New research in the health sciences indicates that making a point of regularly expressing gratitude can bring numerous benefits in physical and emotional health. Robert Emmons, psychology professor at University of California, Davis, declares that gratitude enhances performance in every domain that's been examined. Psychological, relational, emotional, physical. Asking research subjects to regularly write down reasons for thankfulness in a daily gratitude journal appears to bring immediate results. A study at University College London showed better sleep quality and lower blood pressure after just two weeks of keeping gratitude journals. With a nation painfully afflicted by an epidemic of deaths of despair involving suicides, drug overdoses, and alcoholism, thankfulness may provide a promising antidote, offering an alternative to our current culture of complaint, competitive victimization, and indulgent self-pity. Taking time for thankfulness may be good for your health and the nation's. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. 
Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. Thank you so very much for your support. We appreciate you. Yes, we do. Just go to Andersonspeaks.com and uh, leave a donation there if you want to bless us. Thank you so much for the conversation today. Crucial conversations to have before you tie the knot. I think this is an important uh, lesson for us, an important conversation. And for those of you who are listening and have been thinking through this, I pray that uh, you've gotten some wisdom from our listeners. A big shout-out to Connie Robinson, Angel Cartagena, Delbert Pope, Portia White, Melody Young, Rebecca Rodriguez, Andrew Altman, Susan Latke, uh, Veronica Chase, and Teresa Ann Smith, along with Linda Genty Iskerzak, and the rest of you who are on my Facebook Live page. By the way, Teresa Ann Smith talks about spending habits and family background as things you want to make sure you dive into when you are talking about marriage. Also, uh, somebody wrote in and they said, I would ask, do you believe in divorce? Because I have dealt with enough quitters or I don't want any more quitters. In other words, when you talk about marriage, you know, you probably didn't have to do this in the last generation, but I think in this generation you need to. And that is, do you see marriage as a lifetime commitment till death do us part? Or do you see marriage as I give it my best shot and hopefully it'll work. And the last one didn't, but I'm hoping this one does, or this is my first one and I hope it works. And if it doesn't, then I don't want to spend the rest of my life with you. I mean, I I think that it's important to have the conversation. I remember Amber and I had this conversation before we got married, and we said we would never use the D word, the D word, divorce, because that's how important we thought our vow was. And do you know that we only used it once in our 29 years? Uh, And it was when we used it, it was heavy because we didn't throw it around. Like, you know what, I want, I, I want to divorce you. We didn't, we didn't throw that around. And so uh, it was in, when it, we did com- have that conversation, it was real. It was heavy. And we had to seriously consider whether we were going to stay together or not. And thank God we did. But that's how important it was to us back when we got married at age 25. And so we, uh, we still hold to this day that we want to be together. We don't sleep in separate rooms and things of that sort, even when we're upset with one another. Now, I'm not going to tell you there hadn't been a river between us sometimes. You know, we're both in the bed, but you could put a, like it's crossing the Red Sea, <laughs> okay? That's, ha- that's happened before, but we've never slept in separate, bre- separate bedrooms. But that was because it's important for us to at least say, stay in the same space, even if we were mad at one another. Well, these are the things that couples need to talk about. Every couple doesn't do it the same way. I'm not telling you to do it the way I do it, but I'm saying these are the kind of conversations that need to happen before you tie the knot. Well, let's pray together. Dear Lord, we pray for your wisdom. We pray that you would give us insight so we would know how uh, to marry together, to stay together, to hear your call to make sure we're supposed to be together so that we can stick it out no matter what. We commit today's show to you as well as the topic at hand in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 